it is Jack, and you're listening to the Dev90X podcast. Today is Sunday, the 29th of August, and it's the end of day 23. I had a bit of a day off over today, specifically, uh, so, so that I could go down to Uluwatu again this weekend and celebrate my friend Danny's birthday. So I just got back from that and I'm feeling really tired. It was a really big weekend of tripping down to Ulu and staying in a lovely place on the beach and having a really late night (laughs) and quite an early morning as well. Um, So yeah, that's the update. It was fun though. It was really fun. We had this Harry Potter dormy kind of room that we all stayed in in a villa on the on the beach like right on the beach um and we stayed on there's like three beds in this one room overlooking the ocean and curtains everywhere drapes everywhere um and we stayed up just till just after midnight just chatting and hanging out uh and then took a while to get to sleep um, also, dinner was at a restaurant called La Baraca, which is an Italian restaurant. And I had a cheat day on keto. Uh, normally, I'm doing a keto diet, and I decided I would just take a 24-hour period to, to cheat, as I've been pretty strict keto for just over a month now. Um, and it, was just, it just seemed like the right time to cheat. It just seemed like I was really you know, going against the grain um, trying to order keto at an Italian restaurant that specializes in like pastas and pizzas. And also we had, you know, birthday cake. We had two birthday cakes. Uh, one was a mountain of lava cakes. I've never seen this before in my life, but this was amazing. So the restaurant normally does these really awesome vegan gluten-free lava cakes. And we, if we, we just, we just asked them if they could do like a mountain of them for us <laughs> for the cake and they were like yeah sure so um yeah, it was a mountain there were 10 lava cakes on stacked on top of each other and so i had some lava cakes as well so i broke all my rules also at the end they give you a complimentary shot of limoncello and so that's alcohol and i had some of that as well so i had sugar i had carbs i had alcohol i had pizza you know i had i just i broke every rule, every rule in the keto playbook. And um, it, it's an interesting experiment. Basically what I'm, I'm finding will be an interesting thing to see is if my skin inflammation comes back over the next couple of days. So I will update on that because uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty interesting <laughs> if it doesn't. I find that would be very interesting. Um, but the focus on this next week will be on uh, rest, relaxation, and recovery because I have had a hectic week. It's just been, I've really just pushed myself to continue the podcast, keep my discipline high, um, despite being unwell, having really low energy levels, and uh, just feeling kind of down on myself and beating myself up about it. Um, So next week, I am going to just take a little bit more care of myself not stress myself out too much um, and leave more space and time open for development. Uh, 
Jack's hack. Okay, this is this is something that I'm kind of obsessed with, which is optimizing your devices so that they are they don't slow you down, so that they are working with you rather than against you. And the easiest way you can optimize your devices is number one by having devices that work well with each other, and that's why I've kind of gravitated towards expanding out my my Apple Apple devices because the Apple ecosystem is just so optimized for working well with the other devices. Um, but also just having fast devices. And the reason you want fast devices is so that your devices can operate at the speed of thought. The speed of thought is the speed at which you can physically request a demand of that device to do something. And faster than that, if the device can can go faster than that, you can't go faster than that. So this, the speed that you want it to be at is working at the speed of thought. Um, and if you don't have, if your devices are not working at the speed of thought, then this is an opportunity for you to, to get a little bit, just, just to squeeze a little bit of more, a little bit more of efficiency or effectiveness out of your devices. There's like an opportunity there for you because if they're not, then you can definitely, there's definitely time to be saved if you upgrade your devices. And it may not feel like it. It may feel like your devices are fast enough, but honestly, I uh, <laughs> lately I've been hanging around uh, my friend Dylan and just observing how quickly he uses his devices. He's got the latest and greatest of everything. And um, it is staggering. Like when you, when you are completely unhinged by speed, how quickly you can just operate a device. Like, like watching him on his phone, just swiping through screens and bringing up photos. And if he, if he like wants to reference something and show something, uh, a picture of something that he thought of, it's just like there instantly. Everything's all loaded. It's crazy. The latest iPhones are insanely fast. Um, and I, I noticed this, that my Android, not that fast. Like if I wanted to show something, someone something, there'd be like an awkward pause in the conversation while I waited for my phone to just sort of like load through the screens. Very, very small amount of time to wait, but still it's there, it's still there and it's still noticeable and you don't need that to be a part of your life. So Jack's hack for today, if you can afford it, get devices that are faster than the speed of thought. Um, very helpful. iPhone update. I'm still learning as I, <laughs> like I've been out of the iPhone ecosystem, so to speak. I'm not like totally out of the ecosystem because I've got a MacBook Pro, a MacBook Air, and um, an iPad. But yeah, the phone thing—that's a whole other ecosystem to learn as well because that's the device that I use the most, and so I'm still learning new things. One of the cool things I learned is that holding down the space bar allows you to move the text cursor around the screen, which is really nice because then your your actual thumb or finger is not over the screen. So you can just really easily see where it is. Um, also, it seems to have more powerful Bluetooth as my Galaxy S9, when it was paired to my headphones and I was driving around on my scooter, I would often, the Bluetooth would often get cut out by EMF signals in, in the air. 
I've noticed this a lot when I was driving around a lot of like messy jumbled up power lines or transformer boxes and uh, just really annoying because it doesn't like pause your song. It just flat out cuts out the signal and your device just keeps playing. So you just miss out on what was said and it doesn't happen with the new iPhone. So that's a really nice upgrade that I just get crisp audio that never cuts out even with the same headphones. Uh, I thought it might have been a headphones issue of like my headphones not being good enough, but it seems it was a phone issue. Uh, and I never understood why everyone has AirPods and AirPods Pro. Um, and that was because I had AirPods, but I was using them with Android. And now after, um, after my friend Dylan showed me like, yeah, they can do everything that you kind of want them to do, as I've got a different pair of headphones that hang around my neck. Um, I kind of get it now, but it's, the reason is because everyone also has iPhones and I didn't have an iPhone and they just work well together. That's the, that's the thing. It's the, it's the Apple ecosystem. If you are in the ecosystem, then the best product for you is another Apple product <laughs> because it's just going to work better with your other devices. So I might, I might even be in the market for a pair of AirPod Pros just to upgrade that thing as well. All right, what I've learned in the last 24 hours, I, I was on holiday <laughs> down in Uluwatu, but I was also still busy a little bit. Um, my next task is to figure out why this boilerplate app called Yoga Vision is crashing every time I request it to make a reading of a pose. It runs for about a second and then it crashes like every time. And I... There's really, as far as I'm aware, no way to debug an app while you're just using it on your phone. The only way to do that is to keep it plugged into the laptop and uh, running, uh, running in Xcode. And then you've got your debug console there and you can, you can look at it. So I did that and it had a fatal error where it was getting a nil value for a variable that it expected it to have pro probably an integer value or some other kind of value, but not nil. And that, that caused a fatal error. And um, it shows you, it's, it's kind of nice, like it shows you in the debug console where which line of code caused that error to happen. And so I went there and lo and behold, I can't understand how to fix it. <laughs> and, and also reading and understanding other people's code is a skill in itself to master. It takes a, a long time. And so I've got a lot I've just got a huge learning curve ahead of me to be able to do any kind of meaningful, productive work on my app, even when I'm using other people's code as like example kind of template code. It's still not as easy or straightforward as I thought it could be. I'm also finding that in, in this app, there are just a lot of references to variables in different classes that I need to then go in and change. So it's not like there's just one class that handles the whole like computer vision stuff and I can just you know, unplug their reference to their ML model and plug in my reference to my ML model and it'll just all work. It's not like that at all. It's like there's so much infrastructure that goes into requesting data and then assigning it to variables specifically for each pose and you know, building arrays for each pose. And, and my model has like seven poses in it at the moment, whereas this other one just has two. 
And so there's a lot more code that needs to be refactored for my model to work. And it's just a simple, simple thing of just, you know, just testing my model on a device. I know I already am able to test it in uh, Create ML. I can already test it on a lot of other videos, but just testing it on a phone, just to feel that user experience of what it would be like as a user using this app, uh, trying to track their handstands. Um, that's, that's what I need to get to ASAP. And it's so close, but it's also so far away. So that is the, that also ties into the progress update for the last day. Just, uh, this is my first debugging session and yep, there's a lot to learn. Um, plug and play boilerplate code is not really, it's more of a pipe dream than a reality <laughs> at the moment anyway. Uh, so yeah, that's the update for today. Thanks for listening. It's day 23 and I am looking forward to this next week. I have a good feeling about the week coming ahead. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of progress this week. So thanks for listening and I will talk to you tomorrow on Monday.